very much uh gloria tells get us warmed up this uh this morning um this episode is sponsored by product it's product.com right jay yes sir and uh you're coming oh, out jxsoto.com jxsoto.com and this weekend you're dropping i uh, have geese for sale uh no geese shorts and a hoodie it'll be open till the weekend yeah the geese are quality i mean the no geese shorts are probably sean and i's favorite shorts you see us wearing them a lot in different workouts and stuff so the shorts are good uh the geese are good so get yourself some while it lasts ladies and gentlemen jxsoto.com and also patreon.com slash redhawk academy if you want to support um tons of content going up there all the time uh behind the scenes content and there's years and years of content literally i think four years of shit that's going back so subscribe become a member and enjoy also you get 30 percent off on the thorn supplements if you become a member and uh some great deals there so holy hell it's good to be back in the states i can't even tell you fucking abu dhabi well we flew into dubai and then went to abu dhabi but i mean the whole the whole trip was like pretty fucking crazy it really was especially just thinking back to the beginning where both sean and i are pretty fucking broke like fighting professionally living in this two-bedroom hotel since he was 18 as an amateur and uh to get where we're at now and take out someone as good as peter yawn as fucking good as that motherfucker is and durable to take him out it feels good i mean it feels really good it's kind of settling in it just means we know we've been doing something right these past 10 years uh but man, what a fucking fight, Jay. Where'd you watch it? Uh, I watched it at home. It was just me, my mom, Dal, and one of my other buddies. We were going crazy. <laughs> were you guys screaming? It was like noon or 11 noon. Yeah. yeah we were like, fuck. It was, it was pretty intense. Man, can you imagine how many people are just bouncing their head off the wall after that? So mad. Oh, just so fucking mad. <laughs> a lot of fighters in the UFC, too, that just like, they're just so jealous of Sean and so jealous of his success and seeing that now they're like fuck he is good fuck <laughs> for real uh but it was pretty surreal standing across from that dude peter yawn fucking cartwheels into the cage and he's looking all jacked and uh i don't know sean was confident the whole week though the whole two weeks i mean it take it's you can get someone ready for a fight like that get him ready for a fight like that for but for him to just show up and be in the moment and be able to 
put on the performance he does with that pressure. Everyone these past two weeks just saying he's going to get murdered. He's going to get murdered. He's going to get smoked. He's going to get smoked. Some people saying, oh, he might do a good job. but And then we show up and everyone's in their thobes. There's all these Russians. We're in Abu Dhabi where Peter's used to fighting at um, in this foreign country, fighting the number one guy in the world. And then to, for him to be able to get the job done and and grit it out like that is pretty impressive and it's pretty fucking awesome, dude. And now, well, we woke up yesterday and he's number one in the bantamweight. Holy shit, I bet people are bad. Oh, God. And then uh, TJ or Aljamain says, I, I still need to watch it. We all saw it competitive close, but I give it to you on the edge. But I was warming up and focusing on how to close the distance on TJ. Who knows? Maybe you really are the number one guy. Aljo's like, he's a weird dude. All week, he was like trying to get pictures and pictures with Sean and then like wanting to hang out and be buddy, buddy. I don't know what it is. It's just like maybe he sees how well Sean controls the distance in fights and he sees like, fuck, Sean is a sniper and he sees maybe he gets flashbacks of when Marlon Marais KO'd him. Or maybe not. Or maybe he's just like that. It's hard, it's hard to say, but it's been, yeah, Aljo was pretty weird those, those past two weeks. Um, but uh yeah did you see he had tweeted at cheeto that he wants to fight cheeto but then they were saying that maybe henry i don't know yeah yeah which henry came out with a video i think it was two days before it was when dana said the winner of this fight will get be a number one contender for the title shot and henry came out with this video like almost crying it looked like he was gonna cry he's like i'm fine with being retired and (laughs) i know maybe people don't like me and i don't deserve it like it was almost i was like it was kind of pathetic and i woke up in the morning to show sean and it was deleted <laughs> yeah That's so i think he was just getting ate up in the comments like what the fuck like so he deleted that and um i don't know with henry it's like i wonder if he is he even is going to come back i would like to watch henry versus aljo i mean aljo might beat henry who fucking knows it's going to be hard to say but uh yeah i mean we still got a lot of work to do now the now the fighting's I mean, it's just going to get tougher. Like, it's sweet, you number one. Maybe next fight will be for the title. Maybe it won't be. But now it's like, damn, dude. You're going to have to bring out that dog and have fight those elite guys every fight now. Top five guys every single fight. So there's definitely going to be a lot to improve on because Sean's not even close to where as good as he can be or where he's going to be. I mean, he's still just like pretty new to wrestling. Like he's good. He's athletic. He knows how to sprawl. He knows how to sprawl very good. But when he, these next five months, when we really focus on that, focus on wrestling, focus on defensive wrestling and and really focus on keep developing his guard and having a dangerous guard, he's got flexible legs so he can sneak in triangles easy and he's getting very good at omoplatas and he's dangerous as fuck with these guillotines so if we keep sharpening those tools up for the next five six months along with everything else doing what we're doing there's a very fucking good chance that sean's gonna have the belt around his waist and who knows no no rush no fucking rush be like no we have to have the title right now it's okay it's okay we still have time to improve we can maybe get the title maybe not but uh yeah, we'll see how it plays out. It's going to be interesting because the top, Sean moved up 10 fucking spots, dude. Mm-hmm. Marab's number two. Tito's number four. Now TJ's number five. Did you watch TJ Aljo too? Yeah, fucking TJ's uh, 
Was his shoulder just gave out like right away? Yeah, I wonder if he. I wonder if he needed money. If he was like, "Fuck, this is an expensive yeah. fight camp," and I just like haven't fought for a while. I need some money. I got my juice businesses. I wonder if that was it was because you you'd think like, okay, I cannot grapple at all, and this guy is a hundred percent a fucking grappler. Maybe I just pull out, get it healed, let someone else fight for the title, and I'll be back and really have a shot of it. I I wonder what the what his thought process was yeah what the process was on that maybe yeah. he thought he could finish him but i'm like fuck that was not smart yeah not at all because he kept saying it was like all all fight cap i kept giving out so it's like why you do you even keep going yeah fuck could be just he's older mm-hmm. he doesn't have that much time left mm-hmm. but it's yeah it's crazy seeing sean up there number one it's surprising the amount of haters too that you wouldn't think are haters that you kind of think are on your team but they're still they're jealous and they're hating and you kind of see things it's like damn interesting uh like i said though the work's just just begun that was a long 10 fucking years plus of grinding and grinding and grinding being consistent with the habits consistent with the routines constantly trying to find people to beat you up constantly find trying to find people that are better wrestlers better jujitsu better kickboxers better mma to spar with and now in that 15 minutes it showed how much that really paid off because I rewatched the fight. I didn't get to rewatch it in like HD, but I'm like, dude, people saying that was a robbery. It's like, what? How was how was that a robbery? <laughs> like that could have went either way. And what did what did Peter just tweet? He tweeted he might leave the UFC. I see. I don't. This this looks like it came from uh, ESPN MMA. It said Peter Young considering leaving the UFC. He feels like the UFC doesn't have his back. Yeah, I mean. If you notice a lot, if you notice though, a lot of people Sean fights, it makes them (laughs) rethink shit. They're like, I don't even fucking want to do this anymore. Yeah. A lot of them get cut after a lot of them, whatever. And now Peter's saying that, but one of the very higher ups in the UFC backstage said, that's the number one guy. That's the best guy in the division right there. And Sean just beat him. So it's pretty cool hearing that three rounds. That was a three round sprint. You see Peter, uh, cruise through five rounds all the time. I mean, First fast fight, he, cardio's good. He gets through five rounds easy. But Sean has a way to pick up the pace and make a fight a sprint and get you really tired off the bat. And I didn't think Peter would think Sean was as strong as he was, and I think he thought he was going to be able to take him down way easier. So after that first round, Peter was really huffing and puffing. I was like, damn, he's breathing hard, like mouth breathing hard after the first round. Um, But like I said, People don't understand wrestling exchanges, whether you're sprawling, whether you're shooting, scrambles, back to the feet. That can zap your fucking energy, especially if you're not used to doing it all the time. Um, Man, Abu Dhabi was a crazy place, though. It was a fucking crazy place. The first motel we, hotel we went to, Rixos Marina, was just like really nice and like bougie. And everyone had their thobes on, the suits we were wearing. Mm-hmm. All the girls were where their black suits where their heads are covered and sometimes their face covered and there was something sexy about that dude it just made you wonder what's underneath because in the u.s girls have bikinis or skirts and it's like so sexy because you just want to see those nips or you want to see what's underneath but these girls fully covered so it's like oh but they're still like bougies they had like versace shoes gucci shoes and like nice makeup and big lips and like you could tell they're sexy but you didn't really know and then we asked the workers like how the fuck do you flirt here like because i don't think you're supposed to they said don't go up to the girls because the girls don't want to be seen in public flirting with like 
you guys because they could know someone they could have a husband you don't know so you have to airdrop them <laughs> so we went down in our normal clothes the first night we were trying to hit some airdrops got declined most every airdrop <laughs> so the second night we got our our suits our thobes so we put them on uh went down there got ourselves some <laughs> cups of tea hit some airdrops no luck though did you bring back the what is it called thobe yeah did yeah you bring it back I have one black one and one white one. Say so your initials in the middle or something? Up or No, none of that. <laughs> but they're breezy, dude. We're You're supposed to wear these little suits under them, but we're free, free balling it under there, dude. No underwear? And it's nice, a nice suit. A lot of people wear those every day up there. You don't even have to worry about what you're going to wear. You just throw on that thobe. It's comfy. It's clean. It's nice. I wonder if there's like tiers of them. Like you can get the high, super high. Like, is it like... um silk or what yeah i don't know i think there's a different like over covering but uh there's different colored uh hats I forgot what the hats were called yeah, but i see how sean mixed it like he did the black and then the white or mm -hmm. white and then the black we, we just did that kind of freestyle for a picture but then they have like colored ones that the white and red ones i think mean, mean you're from saudi arabia and uh yeah, it was pretty nerve-wracking up there at the beginning. It, it was crazy because I didn't see one cop up there. We were up there for 17 days, I think, and not one cop. They say it's the safest place, one of the safest places on earth. There's barely any crime. You can leave your phone laying around. You can leave your wallet, and it'll be there when you come back. It's just so safe. And, now, yeah, that was a fucking interesting place. And it's interesting because all the workers there, all the workers there, whether you work at a hotel, you're a bellman, you're a waitress at the the uh, the restaurant or anything they have to have housing so they all have housing so they get paid whatever they get paid but they have a pretty nice place to live just for free plus plus their work that's required there so i didn't see one homeless person the whole time i was there and then a lot of those workers come from other countries to where it's like poverty so they're living luxury they have their housing take care of and they're getting paid but all the workers are just such good workers and like respectful and like just like um seem so thankful to be there so that was pretty cool it's definitely a lot more americanized than i thought though a lot of just like kfc mcdonald's a lot of just, a lot of normal shit but also very different and then the last day after the fight we went to Dubai and Dubai is completely different with Abu Dhabi and I didn't I didn't know but they compete against each other they're probably 20-30 minutes away and they compete they don't Dubai doesn't like Abu Dhabi Abu Dhabi wants to be better in Dubai Dubai is a city that's only been there for like 40 years like it's a pretty brand new city so everything's fucking brand new and uh way more Americanized way more of the party city the fast cars a lot of people aren't in their traditional thobes in the hotel we were at like 90 percent of the girls were hookers <laughs> literally i i think they turn they turn the cheek the government or whatever so they don't make that illegal so there were some girls with some fat lips fat titties fat butt like some pretty sexy chicks just walking around looking to hustle that was fucking crazy and they they don't mind it they don't mind it that's the destination you go to for that it's literally and a lot of those girls live at that expensive hotel and uh just hustling i'm like holy fuck there was like four girls to one and they were all hookers so it's pretty <laughs> What'd crazy you say to them hi i just said hi and tucked my head and wobbled away <laughs>
How was the food and coffee and everything? Was it like the same, better? It was pretty fancy. The food was fucking fancy, dude. Good ass food. Um, The suite they put us in at this hotel was insane. It was like two floors, four bedrooms upstairs, master suite downstairs, pools on each level. It was like a crazy suite, but we were only there for one night. And we had to wake up early and get on 18-hour flight. So I'm like, I'm not fucking drinking. You know, Shug, he's crazy ass is fucking <laughs> drinking, getting drunk. Wander around the hotel at 4 a.m. by himself. <laughs> um, he's probably even more like, yo, I'm the fucking number one. And a lot of people were just like, oh, you're famous? He's like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny there, though. Like, so many people want to get pictures, and they don't even know what you're famous for. So he was just telling them rapper and stuff. <laughs> They're just going with it. Yeah. Uh, what was this video you sent of Anderson? Oh, he said uh, he said he got dropped like twice in camp, and he asked his coach like, "Why did I get knocked out?" He said, "You just have to be prepared or some shit like that." Oh so everybody's God. like, <laughs> "Jake's probably gonna take it if he's getting dropped, bro. He's getting knocked out." He yeah. said he said in the clip, "I got knocked out twice during sparring." Oh my God. And then you look at some of his sparring in the Showtime videos and stuff. It's like he's sparring his sons, just hanging out, pecking around. You wonder if he's just so, like, he's lying. Yeah. You think if you were someone that smart wouldn't be talking about that. Definitely wouldn't be talking about getting KO'd in practice. But he could be just completely capping. And the way he was sparring in those videos, it could be completely fake. He could spar way different. But I don't know, dude. It's like you're 50 years old. I can't even imagine how he feels i don't know if they're testing for a little bit of supplements extra juice juice supplements but hopefully not fuck it i mean anderson's 50 dude you got yourself a little balenciaga shirt <laughs> oh i did i did i did i mean the mall there the malls in dubai were crazy i bet they were fucking crazy it was nice though because like they were able to escort us around on a golf cart so just people weren't lining up to take pictures with sean so that was nice um yeah dude pretty fucking crazy uh that was that was a long ass trip though dude and that flight you just gotta go numb you just go numb what were you doing just pop the zanny watched a movie or what i didn't have any zaddies i uh the flight back i had a four four seat row by myself so i was able to get completely horizontal on my side on my left side i'd wander around i'd get up in my seat do cat cows just lay there surf you have wi-fi they bring you free three like prison meals and you just sit and eat uh it wasn't <laughs> that bad but if i was in a seat where i was next to people in a middle seat and i had to sit in that position one for one i mean as long as we did fuck no i couldn't do it i literally couldn't do it so uh i did a q a on patreon yesterday there was like 70 plus questions um and i answered every one but uh I'll, uh, I'll do a couple. I'll answer a couple of the questions on here. Oh, yeah, the Andrew Tate pod. Andrew Tate pod was uh, was good. The dude walked in, and he was just he was cool as fuck. I mean, you, I think he respected us. He respected us right away and respected him, and he was just cool, and it was just good vibes right away. He was smiling, and he just was like hanging out with another bud. He was completely normal. He drove his Bugatti, which was like a crazy-ass car, but, yeah, he was a cool dude. Two of the cameras got fucked up. I don't know how. Don't ask me fucking how. But then after the footage of us and then the footage of the full thing, they lost the footage on that. So there was only the footage of Andrew. But still people seem to be enjoying it. We we dropped it late, so 
in case there's anything controversial in there didn't want the whole fight week to be focused on that every interview be asking about that but I'm, I'm gonna have to listen to the interview again because i was still i was trying to navigate the conversation and listen at the same time and sometimes that's that's hard but did you listen to it yeah i listened to it uh yesterday it was good i don't think there was anything like controversial or anything yeah i wasn't sure what he was talking about in the war i don't know if that was controversial yeah. I, I was like I, I don't fucking know but he didn't say anything really bad about women or he didn't no so no, that I was good i didn't think so either um okay here we go phoenix already on sean has a surprisingly high fight iq and is extremely calm in the octagon he didn't seem panicked when he was rocked or taken down it was super impressive to watch how he handled adversity is that something he just was kind of gifted with or is it something you guys trained he has good shit for you guys to go as far as you've gone i remember watching sean at duel for domination in mesa like 10 years ago and fuck has your guys life changed uh dude i mean you you get into a war like that and you can ask any fighter you get in a war like that you get cracked you're so fucking tired there's there's something not going your way at a certain point it goes through your mind that i could give up right now there's a ref right there i could show him i want out and you're out and the whole thing's done and the pressure's off you like there's but to counter that to counter that thought and keep fighting and do the next best uh next best thing find the next best position and just breathe and try to recover i mean it does it really comes from your training but it also comes from just sean being natural he fucking shows up he shows up every time it's so impressive like there's so much pressure you're fighting this guy that just kills people he knocks people out he's a master of boxing he's from russia he's like this little jack dude and he's in a in a foreign country that we traveled to and and he's in there confident as fuck he's ready to show up he said he wasn't nervous one bit and that does just come from literally the preparation though not skipping one workout trusting in brandon harris trusting me trusting taquino trusting dan garner with the nutrition and the recovery and just trusting all that and just going into it 100 percent. and for 10 weeks being prepared it's like that's what it takes to be able to counter those like that but like i said he fucking shows up in those big moments. It's it's so sweet to watch. Um, statement more than the question. Never like I said. Let's oh, another one here. Sorry, boys. I'm a little bit cooked from this weed. Two weeks, no fucking weed. It's weird at the clubs. There's no there's no recreational drugs. No one's doing cocaine. No one's fucking smoking the the weed. It's just alcohol. All that shit is severely punishable. Over there, so it's just alcohol and hookers, baby um did i experience any withdrawal effects from the smoke not really the first two days i didn't sleep good it's weird because you're so dialed in with your routine so i go to bed usually by 10 every single night and i wake up by seven every single day and then you go and shit's completely opposite up there so it did fuck us up it was definitely worth it going out there early and coming back it's like holy shit my body doesn't even know what the fuck's going on but no smoke after two three days didn't bug me at all i slept good it was completely fine it was easy money yo it's shorzy congratulations my brothers what specific areas of should game do you think you guys have to work on the most after watching the fight back much love probably just takedowns just having a, a little bit quicker reaction when someone shoots for a takedown and not having to really think about it i mean a couple times Peter shot in there and he locked his hands because Sean didn't spread his legs wide enough right off the rip. But like I said, he's he's still improving. He's not anywhere near as good as he's going to be. Um, 
Yeah, so working on the reactions to that a little bit better, and then just still just trying to improve your jujitsu, improve your front headlocks, improve your guillotines, improve your anacondas, improve your darses, um, and just keep improving off your back and having a dangerous, threatening guard. Because a lot of people, especially a lot of wrestlers, they don't have a guard at all. So Aljamain or Marab or someone takes these guys down, they, 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 can't, they don't have any attacks from their guard. They just know to get up. And to get up, you got to go to all, all fours. When you go to all fours, those guys are behind you with their hands locked. And then you could be stuck there the whole rest of the round. And Aljo's on your back with a body triangle. Marab will just sit there and hold you there. So being able to develop a good, dangerous guard where you're elbowing the guy, breaking his posture, getting on the paws, getting triangles, getting arm bars. They're, you're constantly threatened. That's going give to you, give you space to get up or be able to sweep them. So I think that's another one that we'll just keep working on. And that's going to do good when it comes time for the title fight do you get nervous watching sugar fight i mean in there it was a little bit i did get a little bit of nerve just knowing it's peter yawn but also i see what sean goes through and i see the discipline he has and i see how hard and rigorous his training is and his sparring and his grappling and the runs and i see it so I, i'm pretty confident with him because i see what he goes through and i know he's ready for it people family or friends that don't watch them just they're nervous as fuck like oh god it's just skinny sean versus peter yawn he's gonna get killed but it's like you don't see the work he goes through so i'm pretty good at when i when i corner just sitting down there and just being trying to be an emotionless don't have a lot of emotions just sit there and watch the fight and do the best i can at cornering what's the difference between cage side and watching at home Watching at home is way better, dude. You get different camera angles. You're seeing it from a perfect view. From the corner, it's like you're seeing it from one angle. There's a pole here. There's a pole here. I'm watching it from one angle. Sometimes they're all the way across the cage from me. So in a loud arena, it's hard for them to hear. So definitely the uh, seat at home is better. Um, it's crazy, though, in those fights. It's like, dude, all this work, all this preparation, all this talk, all this buildup for just 15 minutes, 15 minutes on the clock, and you have to show up in that 15 minutes. It's fucking wild. Uh, Groovy, what approach do you find most beneficial to develop your BJJ game? Do you become obsessed with each individual position, or do you collectively accumulate your knowledge over time? I think, Groovy, uh, it's important to just no have options from every position first i know what to do in side control i have attacks from half guard i have defenses from half guard and um just learn about each position and then you can start figuring out which one's your favorite which one's your go-to um and keep working on it why does sean not sean not use elbows he's guaranteed he can use them better than Sanhagen. He's up the pipe and elbows super dangerous. Yeah, they are TJ, but also with someone like Peter, who's so good in the clinch, he's short as fuck to elbow someone. You got to step in. Now you're in their range. You, you hit them. Great. You miss. Now you're in their range. You're grappling. You're, you're in a Muay Thai pommel with someone you don't want to be in that with. Um, knees, same way. You got to have good footing. You can't fall on your back. Now you're on your back fighting off your back or you miss and they're close to you. Um, knees are, tricky too but in that third round you saw i think it was the third round when he, he need him yeah you saw he had good footing he set it up good we had good balance we did a lot of knees this camp and he used one almost two that one that missed peter's head almost took his fucking head off dude that would have flatlined him but it missed um 
wonder if it felt like how you thought you come out you know how to you talk about the highs come with the lows oh yeah yeah for sure i mean it's gonna be hard to have lows after this because it's like okay now you it's like you didn't win the championship yet we still have the championship to win so we got to keep working hard oh, i'm fucking cooked from that weed dude holy <laughs> smokers probably more high because you haven't smoked in so long i haven't smoked the, the bag of smoke in a long time and the bag of smoke the vapor is uh is different oh <laughs> uh, what part of game plan did you do with the caffeine intake before the fight yeah, we get some caffeine, but I don't really want to talk about that live. How would you approach a potential fight with Cejudo? Same way. I mean, same way. Stay at your range. Box his fucking ears off. Teeps. Some nice sharp kicks. And if he shoots, it's like, okay, you're going to be working off some shit. You're going to be... And and you got to get in range to shoot anyway. I don't know. I we're gonna, Hopefully, Henry comes back so we can see that fight. And imagine Sean knocks out Triple C. And and it's a hundred percent possible. A hundred percent possible. Uh, do you take new members at the gym? Yes, we do, Nick. Yes, we do. What did Peter say post fight? He he was just. I, I think he was concussed. I think he was really tired and concussed. Um, I told him, "You're a legend. Keep your head up. You're fucking an animal." And he just looked at me like he wasn't even there. I think he was concussed from the knee. That fight was so sick. So happy for you guys. When coaching MMA, how important is it to let your students shape their own fighting styles? I think it's important, but if you have some short, stocky guy who's 5'6", and they're wanting to fight like Sean, hands by their waist, bounce around, and they're just short, and they're not super athletic, it's like, well, that's not the style for you. So you can develop your own fighting style, but you should look to a coach to kind of look at you, your body size, um, how fast you are, how athletic you are, and kind of form form your style around that, I think. Did you see um, Andrew Tate? Steve will do it in 69 data pod. Fuck, I, I just I saw it's a on clip. Uh, Rumble or something. Or is that the new website or new app? Yeah. Or what the fuck is it? I downloaded it, but it's just, it's kind of hard to navigate is around. Uh, I saw, I was watching a clip. I was watching a clip there. Six nine was was at the fight too. I think he was all drunk. Six nine on oh, the he's pod. He's fucked up. He, <laughs> at, on the pod too. Yeah, it seemed like it. I just see clips on like TikTok on my feed. It'll like say like six nine just drunk on the pod and he's just acting crazy. He uh yeah he was backstage. He saw me and he was drunk as fuck. He's like just like, <laughs> like let me see sugar, please let me see sugar. I'll give you ten k right now, please. Ten k, yeah, girl. Give me the. <laughs> yeah, that shit. <laughs> uh yeah but he, he's always been a good dude and, and, and a big fan they were cheering loud for us around everyone a lot of people were booing sean against sean in the really? arena um yeah uh rumble i wonder how that's gonna go because yeah. they're probably dropping some serious fucking bread on six and like i mean on andrew, andrew tate, tate and steve steve yeah i think it's gonna be hard to because youtube's been around like for so long you know it's hard to switch like platforms like i'm not gonna switch to rumble completely you know i haven't even downloaded it but then again i think about when everybody was on myspace and they slowly navigated to uh facebook mm -hmm. then instagram and now you have tiktok and then there's tiktok and we fucking yeah. we were just for the longest time like no nah, i'm not gonna download it it's like damn it i wish i would have downloaded, Did you it, download it no i haven't downloaded it oh. 
Garrett puts up the clips and oh, stuff yeah, for yeah, me yeah. though. But I'm like, I wish I would have started on it early, but you never know because there's so many new apps coming out all the time. It's like you don't know which one to start on, and then you got to be smart with your time. It's still pretty early, I feel. Like it's still young. It's still a young app compared to YouTube or Instagram and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Bilal Muhammad, Sean Brady. We were around both those guys a lot. And I'm, I mean, Bilal's a super nice dude. Sean Brady's a fucking super cool kid. Big motherfucker, jacked back. Um, and that was Sean Brady's first loss, but I mean, he'll be back. Bilal looked good. He looked fucking good. Uh, Bilal just tweeted, rewatch the O'Malley yawn fight three times. And I think at the end of the fight of the day, Connor sucks and he won't win another fight. <laughs> Probably just wants to fight Connor. Yeah. There's a lot of super, super smart people. Kenny Florian, John Anik, um, that were like, Sean won the fight. They did. Another guy, a UFC guy. Uh, Cage side was like, if Sean loses that fight, whoever says he loses is getting fired. <laughs> I don't think he was talking about the judges, but yeah. I'm like, damn. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. What was another fight on that card? Yeah, I think we uh, talked. Did you about watch it. the Benil Darush fight? Man, that was sick. We were kind of we were warming up during that one, so I couldn't watch it. I'd like to watch it again, but fuck the scrambles in that I were know. so I was sweet. Like, damn, I didn't know he was that like sick at grappling. I mean, who? Benil. Because I always feel like he's always trying to... Knock people out. Yeah. I mean, I've heard about him being a good grappler for a lot of years. Like, he's a good grappler. Well, I didn't um, know much about the other guy. I guess he's like a really high-level grappler, right? Like a really good wrestler. Mm -hmm. So, the fact it, that he did that with him. Yeah, for real. Um, Islam. Islam Charles. Holy shit, that arena was fucking erupted when islam came out and islam too it's like dude that dude had a lot of pressure on him yeah a lot of fucking pressure so many sheiks in the building and like we went to this like youth mma championships uae started um and it's just like young kids they were doing body shots and like kicks only but they have big walkouts and there's a crowd so the kids are feeling those emotions at like six seven eight years old it was pretty crazy but the one of the sheiks or the royal people walk in and everyone's just like stand and there's like panic and like oh the the royals here uh what do they call it a royal presence his highness and stuff they call him mm. that's crazy but there's all these important rich people we we took a helicopter and got to fly over abu dhabi and see all the royal families houses and i think they can have multiple wives so they have just multiple just huge fucking like palaces on the on a beach insane but yeah he has all these powerful millionaires billionaires watching him leaders watching him and he has to go against charles who's a fucking animal but it was nice how he did it every time he heard him it seemed like every time he was gonna walk into his guard he was forcing him to go to half guard forcing him to half guard in that position we like yeah that taquino's the best mm -hmm. in the world at we work on a lot and as soon as you get to half guard it's like okay now that takes away triangles that takes away omoplatas it takes away arm bars it takes away a lot of your attacks and he'd sink into that half guard and charles couldn't do anything and then he dropped him sunk into that half guard and then head and arm choked him that was fucking crazy and what a relief for him all that build up all those people saying why the fuck is he getting the title shot mm -hmm. but who's gonna beat islam i don't know dude volk can volk stop his takedown because yeah, if he can he might thinking. light him up but i don't know i think it's gonna be hard to stop that motherfucker's takedown dude because they're gonna fight at 55 right 
Yep. It's not going to go down, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, but then again, you, you, you see people like this all the time. You saw it with like people like Chris Weidman or, or guys like people that you see. And it's like, this is the era. They're not going to lose. Who's going to beat them? And they get knocked out. It's just <laughs> MMA. So we'll see. I'm fucking pumped to see Islam as a champion and watch him fight though. All of his fights are going to be sick. Can someone take him out? But damn, dude. After Charles, who's got the best guard in jiu-jitsu, has got the best fucking jiu-jitsu. Fuck. Because I feel like Islam will take down Michael Chandler. Even Michael Chandler's Division One. Yeah. Like, athletic as fuck. I don't know. There's going to be some sweet fights, though. 100%. Kamaru Usman and Leon got booked, I think, already for oh, March. For next year. And they're talking about Colby and Kamzat fighting in that, too. That's going to be a huge fight. Imagine Colby beats Hamza. <laughs> Fuck. He could. I know. For sure could. Um, And then Usman versus Leon again. Dang. It's going to be sweet. Um, Talk about John Jones, too. He wants to come back, what, December, you said? Is it UFC December? 282. Yeah. Um, bum, 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 bum. I didn't see. Hopefully he does, dude. It's every, some people are saying he weighs 255 pounds. It's like, holy fuck. 255, bro? That's crazy. Elijah, any reason Sean didn't throw more body shots with how high Peter keeps his hands up? Congrats on the dub, Joe. I watched a lot of film on Peter. Way more than we fucking usually do. Watched a lot of film. And anytime someone tall and lanky changes the level and goes to punch to his body, he uses that to counter. And then he uses that to sprint forward. So it's like, this fight... The goal was to be hard to grab, stay at your range the whole time, just stay away from the motherfucker. And punching low like that kind of puts you in range for his counters that he really likes, so we kind of stayed away from it a little bit. Oh, you noticed thing, that's crazy how everybody um, just goes nuts for Hezbollah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and some people we were talking to uh, that hang out with him a lot, that took us to a couple restaurants, said he's such a diva. Is he? He's just like, he'll be. he'll come sit down there for dinner, and just at random time, he'll say, I'm going to leave. I'm leaving. And he'll just fucking leave. <laughs> well, think leave. about it. I think he's technically only 19. So he's a teenager with a bunch of fame. So yeah. like what teenager would it be like that? And then one guy, one guy said he his uh, IQ is like, like a third grader. Oh, really? Well, but then another like guy it. said, no, he, that's not the case. He's smart. I feel like I'm he's like, aware. Hmm. Like he knows like, yeah, I don't think he's. A third grader, but dude, he was cool as fuck. He walked into the to the <laughs> way and like he's the man. I know like, <laughs> that picture you took with him and Sean in the back, just like just yeah. stared at us, really, like all surprised, dude. Because he's as big as Sean's daughter. Really? Yeah, he's so fucking little. God, I'd love to have a neighbor like that or some a little bud. <laughs> we just have him hanging out with us, right? Now. Yeah, every day. Um, Timbo, no one is talking about how about how the left hand at the beginning of the second and the shots after the drop Peter to one knee. Just thought I'd point that out. Good call on that shot from Southpaw. I mean, we work on that. And Sean covers distance fast with that fucking left hand and his right hand. And uh, he cracks fucking hard. People don't understand. He fucking hits heavy for his build. It's, it's really weird. So I knew that shot would land. That was good. Fucking rung his bell. But, dude, look at Peter's face. Peter didn't post anything about his face. I want to see his face the next day because it's probably beat to fuck. Smart for not posting it online because he definitely damaged that dude's face bad. Uh, the, do you want to do the, the guru right now? 
earlier in a bit or should you let's just let's just do it see if he does it i think he came out with a video fucking hating but we'll we'll just see what he says real quick because let's, let's let it rip let it rip if he doesn't answer then fuck it all right are you gonna call him or you want the zoom right here right we could zoom it right okay. there yeah yeah mma guru i think he i'll have to talk to him though i think he's pretty upset that's what he tried to tell him it's like dude yeah peter's not gaming he should be though he's really missing out ah yeah thankfully for all those weeks sean had a suite and there was extra room in each suite so i kind of had my own room room because like dude having a fucking roommate that you're sleeping right next to for two weeks it's like ugh, fuck that um both hotels though they give us uh some free breakfasts in the morning and they all both had pretty nice buffets so it's trying to keep it clean just keep it with some oatmeal a couple eggs some fruit uh yeah not bad let's see what ma guru has to say there's a lot of people with uh with their thoughts on this subject i want to see what he has to say see if it's a hater or jealous or not did he not answer No, he's the one who messaged me. Yeah. So uh, we'll have JX at the beginning put some old school pictures up. Some old school pictures back in the day when fucking young bucks. Young bucks, just young peckerheads fucking around. Um, belt promotions tonight at my gym. Some people moving up. Getting stripes. It's fucking nice to be back to the gym, dude. Nice to be back at teaching my jujitsu. Nice to be back home with my own fucking bed. My dogs. God damn it. My weed. Guaranteed puss every night. Sorry, we're waiting for fucking Google Week, boys. I think it matters when you do it. If he doesn't answer. If he answers, he answers. If not, he doesn't. He is on, you said? No. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 So, what else is new, Jay? Anything around here? How's everything at home? Uh, it's been going good, boss. It's been going good. Been you and chilling. you and Dal got your own uh shirt. So, yeah. are all the shirts you're making and and stuff printed by you? Yeah, everything's hand printed by me. It was just um for like the past couple of years, I just had headaches with screen printers. Oh and me God. and Dow were just like, dude, let's just do our own shit. What the fuck? So we finally got our own setup, and we just been printing our own stuff lately. Where's it at? At Dow's it's at Dow's back room. Oh, sweet. He has like a big back room, mm -hmm. and we just have a little setup back there. Uh, so yeah, we just been learning. Pretty much like whenever we have time, usually on the weekends, we'll just spend like a whole day printing. It is tedious, but I feel like everything in the beginning is kind of like hard, obviously. So yeah, we're just keeping. Fuck yeah. Get good at it. And you watch any of Kanye's interviews? Yeah. I watched the one with Lex re recently. Was it good? It was good. Yeah. I mean, he's getting a lot, a lot of backlash. Everybody's dropping him. Why is he getting backlash? Because he said something about like the Jews and like the way he said it made it seem like he was racist. And was he saying he's not? Yeah. He was saying he's not. Does he have an issue with the Jews? He's basically saying that from what I my perspective he's saying like the jewish people like run everything and from my perspective i could sound dumb right now but i don't think he's trying to be racist he's just speaking truth i think he's just upset 
and it's just coming out that way oh <laughs> but like everybody dropped him like adidas uh balenciaga like all his like people he's doing business with nobody's like working with him now dang but so people are saying that's it. what he want though he wanted out of all these companies because they were all but he got did he get banned on instagram i think he did get taken off instagram for a bit and twitter um but yeah andrew tate talked about him a little bit too on his that pod that they're coming after kanye now to cancel him mm. <laughs> but he bought his own uh i guess social media called parlor or something like that mm-hmm. i don't know too much about it but so he uh he runs his own like school yeah he has a donda academy <laughs> damn donda what was his mom i wonder what they teach there i know would I, you go there <laughs> fuck no how much bucks with it <laughs> square expense was like a private school i'm sure yeah but go there and just learn kanye people looks. are like backlashing it too they're kind of clowning it because like there's pictures of it and it looks like a like a mini prison kind of it's just like super minimal there's nothing there's just like a i don't know damn you're just getting a lot of backlash right now but when isn't he really i love being fucking petty and going back on instagram posts because throughout the fight camp i would see people just talking so much shit like you're just gonna get smashed what the oh, fuck I know. this morning because so i save them and just be petty and when i'm bored i go back and reply i know one of my friends was hating to like bro there's no way sean's gonna win i was like all right i'll text you after the fight <laughs> and did you text him yeah and then he's like but that decision though like, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all the same people that said it won't even be close he'll get killed or saying yeah but that decision i know there's always something huh yeah it's very controversial something. this weekend uh i think we're gonna cruise with the jake paul fight Oh yeah, probably, probably just watch that fight and then dip, go eat somewhere, and then uh, Sunday we're going to San Diego, and then from on Monday morning from San Diego they pick us up. CPI stem cells, it's called on Instagram. They take us to Tijuana, Mexico, and we we're going to be there from Monday through Thursday, and each day they're going to do different therapies on us. Monday they're going to take MRIs, they're going to fix my shoulder up, and they say got a lot of stem cells they're going to jack into us so it'll heal heal some injuries i'm fucking pumped dude i cannot wait i haven't rolled in so many months well i've rolled light a couple times but it's like oh then that's crazy yeah you've been out for a while a while dude hard not to fucking want to freak out so who's getting promoted today man it's coming <laughs> out tomorrow boss you can say it out no, no, <laughs> i could guess i'm sure i don't know Chad. i know man have they been training fucking good i know right mm-hmm um all right well mma grew fuck you brother no brother um just hanging man yeah it's all good it's all good what are we at even for time 46 it's good um the pod we're gonna i think we're gonna keep having big guests big fucking guests and get it popping and still make zero money (laughs) (laughs) now hopefully we find a manager that can manage like the podcast sponsors and stuff but but we're gonna keep it going keep it dialed in uh, I think that's good for the day, boys. Like I said, I always answer the messages on Patreon. So if you want to contact me or talk or anything, Patreon's the way to do it. Patreon.com slash Academy. And then if you guys enjoy I know we had a lot of new subscribers um, this past couple weeks. So welcome in. and Thank you very much. And uh, if you enjoy the pod, please subscribe. We come out with the pod every Thursday. Every Thursday at 10 a.m. A new pod will be out. And then... Uh, be doing little shit in between and i also game on this channel and if you don't like gaming then don't watch it so all right click the subscribe button thank you so much love you guys Peter, Peace.